0: Friday night SmackDown podcast on the shadows, split doing the damn thing. WWE. Where we at? Vancouver, British Columbia. Last night for SmackDown live, haven't had a show out there in years apparently. Real good crowd. I guess well, I'm guessing partly because of that reason. And um, we got into a show with a moment of bliss. Uh, you know, crossing and Nikki. I think it's hilarious how. Uh, they're announcing Nikki they Cross. Like, oh, and her best friend. Like, ha ha. That's so silly. Anyway, <laughs> um, it makes for ridiculous television. And sometimes that's worth it. And it seemed to be plenty of uh, ridiculous television in both ways. On WWE TV last night. Um, had Carmella on. You know, good to see Mella. Uh, and this led into Mella and Bailey's match. You know, it brought up Sasha. I thought it was a really good uh, way to highlight uh, parts of the women's division. Only person they didn't talk about last night was like Dana Brooke, <laughs> but um, we did have Naomi show up later on after the match, and that it was a all in all it was a very good women's division segment. And I'm gonna say this one more time for those in the back: it is if if, if the women were. Uh, you know, if it, if it, they were the majority superstars Then, you know, then we'd have a men's champion But because the males are the majority then, And I even want to say the demographic, you know, is predominantly males Then, um, yeah, we're just going to have to do it like that So, the women's division on SmackDown Was, you know, it was pretty much highlighted as well as it could get Bailey and Mella had a match I mean, they they had a couple of big spots, you know, the more I pay attention to the, uh, the in-ring capability and talent, I will say this, because it's been some time now, but, you know, I guess it was meant to practice some more stuff, Mela's little uh, hurricanrana, she pretty much got it now, I mean, after, you know, just uh, extending the midsection for it, which she did a couple of times last night, it was like, cool, that's what's up, man, like, Now what else we got, you know, but I don't want to say like, oh, we aren't seeing enough But we did get like I almost want to say if you had a drinking game with that super kick You know, somebody would have been drunk last night because of how many super kicks Mella was throwing out there She's good at them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like she got the super kick caught that She practiced the hurricanrana. She got that. She doesn't look as nervous to, you know, land on her midsection anymore So that's progress. Her and Bailey had the match her whole code of silence—that move is cool—but then we got to see SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey, uh, you know, show the way to get out of that, which was con- it was also very good. And I think if we're just looking from the beyond scripted, just like a combat story standpoint, then Bailey definitely uh, was able to, uh, like, she showed that she was. You know, analyzing all of her opponents And she does think she runs the women's division And, uh, you know, most dominant champion thus far Yeah. We just gonna see how it continues to unfold. I think Bailey is starting, uh, at least from my side, she's gotten the respect. She deserves it. Nobody's forgetting to uh, call Bailey SmackDown Women's Champion. And that's that's alright, you know? Like, it she could always not be women's champion. She's not gonna be women's champion forever, you know? The whole thing with them trying to push this role model out there, it's like, okay, I guess Bailey he'll Bailey needs some sort of storyline, but I mean, if we go on with just heel Bailey because we know we seen the evolution from when she was just nice hugging Bailey all the time, then yeah, that's what's up. Like it was good to see Bailey just on that. Whether y'all, whether it's wanted to be like scripted, whether it's wanted to be scripted or not, like oh, oh she's delusional. Nah, man, this is this is great heel development for Bailey, you know. And we want to see more bad assery, but I think that. Uh, that barometer is a different type of barometer to check so as time progresses i'm pretty sure we might see more out of Hill bailey when are we going to see a baby face turn from bailey if we get to see one i don't know but either way open the segment cool open the match great after bailey picks up the victory which she looked like she was trying to hit her finisher and she wasn't allowed to do that so after the match was over she definitely went out of her way to hit the finisher maneuver but that was when naomi came out to save the day Cool beans, that was nice. Great way to get Trent on screen, you know, with, with all of her colors, just looking like a Choco Chips lollipop. And there's my cousin's Trent Boost, so it's like hilarious that she, you know, what I mean, like she's just, I, I bet it glowed in the dark, whatever, though, right? So, like I said, good opening segment. Um, you know, it's just character development for the women's division. Uh, and Otis had his date apparently last night with Mandy. Another story, and I'm pretty sure that we're gonna get into that in a little bit. Sheamus takes on Chad Gable and Apollo Cruz in a two-on-one handicap match because of the little beatdown that took place last week. So, how's this going? This is Sheamus in a match with Apollo beating Apollo. Why did Apollo? i not Apollo. Why did Shorty? Why did Shorty? I'm not calling. Why did Chad? jump into the match again well after the after the fact why did he jump in again i don't know they probably still you know have their rivalry so that was the reasoning behind it i guess but um now apollo and shorty g are mad see look, anyway now they're mad and they want to take on sheamus in a two-on-one match because they couldn't get the job done by themselves and sheamus still wins all right so we see how this is going uh, Chad Gable is a respected enhancement talent, and Apollo's on the up and up. I'm just gonna call it like that because I'm not gonna say, "Oh, these guys are horrible." They're whatever. No, uh, Sheamus right now is the one on, you know, on the way up the ladder, just according to how they want, you know, wins in a row to look. So, with that, I think just from a visual standpoint now Seamus like he was always like a believable character but now it's like everyone gonna take his break but then everyone kind of you know witnessed his transformation with the Celtic Real workout system and it's like wow you know just me seeing small thumbnails here and there like I, I didn't want to watch like a 40 minute video reminding me that I was you know I could you know stand some time in the gym here and there but man, we all knew that Shamo was coming up, and good God, that man looks amazing now. And he went in there and just you know he showed that. So shouts to Sheamus for picking up a pretty good victory in a hard fought match. And I think that's what's key here. Also, uh, Chad Gable and Apollo didn't go in there. I mean, you wanna you could call it a squash match if you want, but I think that it, they went in there and they at least put up a fight. And then the way it was scripted, I'd at least have them put up a fight. That's what's up. It's obvious that Sheamus was going to win that one. But whatever. Next matchup we had was... Uh, wait, was we went to a legend. Went from one legend to the next. But all oh, they would say were hyping up the Goldberg match. Showed a quick Goldberg video package of all his dominant years in WCW. And WWE now. Well, his dominant moments on WWE. And that's not to take anything away from that. <laughs> But, um, what is it? They, uh, Hulk Hogan is up, and you know, he's uh, doing some inductions into the Hall of Fame uh, later on this year before Mania. So it's like, okay, that's what's up. He's hyping it up. He's on screen, I guess it's good to see, you know, the hoax, they're back on WWE TV, I, uh, you know, I have my lane that I play, so it's like, I don't really feel any way as to whether or not he's on, I know that this was kind of one of my childhood heroes anyway, you know what I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna hold, uh, you know, uh, slips of to the tongue, you know, like, I'm not gonna hold people personally responsible for what they say off impulse at times, you know, you know, if, you go out your way to uh, try to show that that is not what you necessarily meant or you you know it was just a stupid decision or whatever you know well even if you know it's like this is how i am but part of me because y'all shouldn't have seen that you know it's like well uh like that don't get caught energy that everyone was uh trying to make a thing of like uh hey he tried to, I guess, apologize But at the end of the day, if he's on WWE TV And the fans want to see him there Then that's just what it's going to be And it was alright, you know, he had a good moment and, You know, just on, you know, satellite And it was a good promo And he got to mix it up with uh, Bray Wyatt So, little fun house thing Ran, like, the NWO style I thought that was all good stuff Like, it was really nice He came on the screen with the title And the guitar in and all that Like, wow, you know, like this is a great way to mesh, like, I don't, I dare say old, let's say vintage WWE and WWF stuff with, like, the new age stuff, like, just, you know, showing how these guys can bounce over each other, and it worked out pretty well, it was pretty funny to watch Ray Wyatt troll Hulk Hogan and, you know, see this, like, legend, like, look, I'm not even, I don't I don't care about those little silly little games, bro, we're not playing that, you better watch Alpha Goldberg. And, yeah, I thought that was just really cool. It was nice little elements that they had for that segment. It was it was nice. It was nice for Bray. It was great for Hulk, I think. You know, just, you know, it was fun for the fans, ultimately. But, um, yeah, that was cool. So, um, that was that segment. Move on to the next one. And we had... Ooh, ooh. We had Braun Strowman <laughs> and Elias interrupt Sami Zayn protest concert, like, wait, what, Uh, I mean, a a protest concert, you're playing the ukulele, that was, you know, that was pretty funny, (laughs) you know, it was pretty funny, it was a You know, good enough segment Got a lot of crowd interaction going You know, just the people were sitting down And paying attention to the show for a little while So just to get the people into it And make some noise and stuff like that The Vancouver crowd seemed to have enjoyed that segment I thought it was pretty cool too Elias is, you know, doing his thing as a babyface And building, you know It's not about uh, how I feel about it And that's the way I see Elias It's more so about how the WWE universe feels about Elias at this point With just the way they've you know, done the stop-start pushes and, you know, just the character development and all the rest of that. Like, we've all, you know, followed the Elias story and, you know, <laughs> you know, like the people, they love him. They want to cheer him, it seems like. You know, but just trying to listen to the WWE universe was that. You know, like it's, uh, it's good stuff, you know. So he interrupted Sammy and then it turned to uh, Cesaro, you know, got mad and I guess it turned into a fight off Sammy telling him to go do it. Or whatever, I don't know But, um yeah, Sammy uh, I think they got the upper hand for a split second And out came the Intercontinental Championship The only thing I would say And this is not really anything huge Maybe over-analytical But it's like, uh did he have, Should he have come out with the championship Or not, you know, like that's That's really the thought that was on my mind. Like, he just got the championship, so is he coming out with it? To And then, you know, running down the ramp and then dropping it. You know, like, stuff like that. Like, that's uh, something we've seen a long time ago. I'm not saying that it should happen. If it doesn't happen, you know, if a situation like that ever comes up again, I probably won't, you know, really. It won't matter much. But, you know, just... For the I guess importance of the championship. I guess. I guess maybe it was just like a rush moment, like he's running out to save Elias, but what moment? Why did he have to do it? Either way, I mean it, it was good, like little little musical stuff. And Elias and Braun Strowman had that symphony of destruction match a long time ago. So it's like this was just like it was cool stuff. It's a good segment, all in all. Uh what do we have next? Oh, So, we have the the date between Otis and Mandy at Le Shenzhenke or whatever, you know, like hilarious how they set up the backstage area as like this really fine dining establishment and, um, you know, very good. Now, apparently Otis was late. Uh, Mandy said she was running late first, but I just don't understand, like, you know, like whatever. It was... Pretty goofy, but you know, it's like just little by little each week. I think they can provide, uh, what so if like just do that times two next week because that's what I thought they would have did with it this week, but whatever, we don't know how long they're gonna try to have this storyline going, but it's definitely, uh, you know, something you know, six pops up, got his hand on his shoulder, so now I'm guessing they're dating or they're at the date or whatever, but it's like. Yeah, man, suspension of disbelief Like that one was a little bit of, It's a little reachy because it's like Why wouldn't Otis just pop up You know what I mean? And confront Ziggy right then and there Does this make a match between Otis and Ziggy? Is this gonna be a way to get Otis over? Like is that what's gonna happen? I don't know uh, You know It's alright, you know Mandy's dead, no Sonya, but I mean I think Sonya was on screen getting already. But whatever, like it was It was uh, very short you know, Otis dropped the roses, and it's like, dang, so you don't even, she, she don't even know why you mad, bro? Like, she are they? is she even gonna see the roses? Maybe a porter's gonna notice that, pick them up and throw them in the garbage now. Like, you are gonna run off, and everybody feels sad for Otis, and it's like, I, I guess. You know, like, whatever, he was, he was late. <laughs> you know, we could all that texting they was doing back and forth, because he texted that he was gonna be a little late. Mandy couldn't say, oh, sorry, Ziggy, uh, Otis is on the way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he stomped on a little fruitcake a long time ago, but it's like, nah, man, we could get a restaurant roll out of this. We ain't gonna do that. What are we watching? We're watching, co- we're supposed to be combat. You know I mean, like, they should have had a whole thing. And, I mean, well, maybe it's just too much masculinity for my side. But it's like, oh, this could have looked madmanly he you know, ran up in there, yo, know, stop pushing up on my woman. We set this date up two weeks ago. So it's like, bruh, what are you doing? Like, she kissing on the cheek. She ain't kiss Ziggy on the cheek. Why you keep pulling up? Like, come on, now. Otis, damn it. Fight. Shit, that, that's how I was feeling about it. Like, what is this? Like, you, you just gonna walk off? <laughs> like, what? That's, no. What, Ziggy? What? What? Man, please. I'm, I'm gonna just show because I that, that's like come on, and I mean, this is just for the fun of the story. storyline, moving it forward and such like that. So, yeah, Polish went out like a punk. Ziggy earned some points, I guess, but I mean, all in all, all jokes to the side now, it was definitely a good segment for everybody. Like, ha, look at Ziggy coming through with this, hit the head on his shoulder, like, yo oh my goodness like get out of here with that shit that was too funny but yeah all in all like i said it's a uh, you know good good additions you know maybe they could have made maybe next week they could just multiply this with one more right? like just a little bit more and like you know now just to make the storyline a little no more hot because people are definitely wanting to see how it's all gonna play out so yeah man it was uh all in all a very good segment Next up, in the main event, pause. We had 205 Live, and I can't necessarily remember all of it. Bolly Boys came out, and they trashed the hometown crowd, even though they were the hometown boys. And it's like, it was very funny. The people actually cheered them. It was a great moment, but then they healed it up. And and I mean, they was just being heels after that. And it was just, all local sports team, hockey, hockey. No disrespect, but I'm not from out there. I don't, I'm not really, like, hockey isn't really geared toward uh, guys like myself, but it was, uh, it was a cool little moment. We had the Bollywood boys taking on, psh, only Lorcan and Danny Birch. They had their moment. The fight broke out after the fact. Uh, some, some beat-em-ups happened and that was eh, like it was, it was, you know, 205 live stuff. Uh, the, the opening, it's not showing as many superstars as it used to We're not really getting like It's like literally a new class in 205 But I feel like it's only like 6 superstars Like wait what But I mean everybody can't tell the story But it just felt like there was more depth to that roster than In the earlier days And now it's just like you know We got some OG's that are still there But then it's like What? Either way Um Next match we had uh was Leo in the ring last night? I don't think he was. We got a promo from Leo. But we had Devarian, uh the Brian Kendrick taking on... Uh, they were in a match where they picked up the victor. We'll say that. <laughs> and by the end of the match, they were dealing with... Uh, what was it? They were dealing with Lord Lorcan daddy birch like i said that was 205 live like pardon me for not really having all you know all of that but it's like these are small things that i'm just noticing it's like well wait 205 is like they still hitting hard but it ain't really you know much i don't want to forget about niece. Niece was definitely in there last night and he was in there with brian kendrick pardon me, was he oh man either way 205 live, it was all right you know like characters are being built It's, you know, the story is is happening as it's progressing. Like, I'm not upset about it. Just, you know, it's still going. Still going. Uh, The main event of SmackDown Live, well, pardon me, Friday Night SmackDown on Fox, we had uh, Roman Reigns and a mystery opponent taking on The Miz and Morrison in tag team action. They, uh, it's apparently stemmed from some heated words on the social media platforms between uh, Miz, Morrison, and Roman. We're talking about the Usos. Uh, so I guess that's setting up the tag team between the Usos, and and Morrison eventually for the tag team championships. Can't be mad at that. You know, that's a definite eventual. And when it does happen, I'm pretty sure these guys are going to have a fantastic tag team matchup. Maybe for the championships Maybe not Maybe New Day will retain We haven't seen them But we gonna see what happens At Super Showdown uh, What's that on the 27th of February I think they're saying Thursday uh, Got a little more balls on it They are talking that They, they saying where, the, where the, the You know The event is taking place There was a time where they wouldn't It was a little too hot I think that storm has passed And um, Yeah Why not You know like okay so we'll see how that goes um either way uh roman picks daniel bryan king corbin pops out from the crowd because he was uh he was suspended for a week but hey he doesn't even care because you know he bought a ticket so he's in the crowd match goes on good match between the four gentlemen uh everybody in there got to you know show their stuff Roman was definitely looking powerful against Morrison. Morrison had great moments against uh, Roman. DB of Morrison got in there, but they didn't really get it in the way, you know, they could have, but they put they did just enough, you know, just to show off the skills on everyone's side, you know. And um, yeah, I thought it was cool. And Miz had his great moments of just being in the right place at the right time. Man. Just elements of that match. So it was um it was good stuff. Oh no. Uh, Miz picks up the victory of the not Miss Roman picks up the victory of the spear on Miz. Good sell on that. Good, good, good. Just move in general. It was a fun match. And right as the match ends, King Corbin goes and attacks these guys with the scepter, takes him out. Dane, Bryan, and Roman are out. King Corbin, I guess, ends the show with uh, you know standing tall at the end of the day, just to build to their cage match they're gonna have. Hey, good stuff. I think that's also happening at Super Showdown. So. Saudi Mania 5 is being built, and, uh, it's, it's definitely turning out to seem like it's gonna be a good show, and last time around, we had a very good show, so I'm thinking the same thing is gonna happen, uh, this time also, with just the way everything's being built, the crowd should really enjoy it, but, you know, that's that, and that was Smackdown Live, along with a little bit of Five Live, and, um, yeah, that it was. It was a, a good week, good week for WWE. Just building things, and we, you know, moving forward with everything. So shout out to everybody that brings you the podcast each and every week, and uh, be responsible with your power, folks. I will catch you guys next time for the Monday Night Raw recap and review. Peace.